Hello, lovers. Welcome to Heart to Heart, the Living Spiritfully podcast. I am your host, Paul Galoro. And in this podcast, I have deep, heartfelt conversations with people that I love. Now, today's guest, Asata McKenzie, is someone that I met many, many moons ago when we were working in the fitness industry together. Now, I can't pinpoint the exact initial meeting. She reminds me in this conversation. But all I remember is that from the moment I met her, I've been in love with her and she's always been someone that inspires me and every time I spend time with her, I learn something else about her that just fills my heart and makes me love her even more. Now, I normally ask my guests to create the title for the episode, but Asata and I got so caught up in loving one another and so deep into our conversation, and we, we have a little dance, which I hope you enjoy, uh, that I forgot to ask. But it was in our post-podcast uh, recording that came, this came up in conversation, and this is where I came up with the title, When Peacocks Eat Poison. And the reason that I thought of this is because it comes from this Tibetan belief that peacocks eat poison, particularly poisonous thorns of certain plants, and it is when they digest, ingest and digest this poison that it creates the beauty and uniqueness of their feathers, the beautiful colors, the beautiful images that is unmatched to any other species let alone any other peacock. Each one is individual. And when Asata shares part of her story with us, how metaphorically she has ingested some poison, you see how she creates such beauty from that. And so I share with you my heart to heart with Asata McKenzie. I've listened to this. I've watched it three times. It just fills my heart so much, so I hope you enjoy it. And please remember to do two things. Number one, check out Asata's links. I've included different ways that you can connect with her on social. So please connect with her and watch the amazing things that she is doing. And also comment wherever you're listening or watching this, whether it's on IGTV, SoundCloud, or YouTube, please comment. Let us know what you think. Um, Let us know that you're listening. Uh, Ask questions and um, be part of the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Enjoy this Heart to Heart with Asata McKenzie, and I'll see you again soon. Hello, lovers. Welcome to Heart to Heart, the Living Spiritfully podcast. I am your host, Paul Galoro, and I am so thrilled for today's guest. I wish you could have seen what it was like the second she popped up on my Zoom screen. Today, I am with Asata McKenzie. And I met Asata, okay, to be honest, I don't even remember how we met, when we met. Asata, you're just like an angel. You just sort of appeared in my life and you've always been there. Uh, And I'm so thrilled that you are here. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I love you so much. How are you? Thank you. I'm well, and I love you very, very much. And I'm so honored to to be here. Yeah. And I've always loved you since the first day I met you, which is many, many moons ago. 
like for me, it's been like several lifetimes ago, but you've always yes, been several there. Lifetimes. <laughs> yes, several lifetimes. Yes, several lifetimes. I just pop up in once while. Hi, it's me. <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> I wish... I'm done with that part of my life. Nope, here I am. <laughs> exactly. And that's what, this is a soul connection, right? Yeah. Um, I want to share something with you because I was reflecting back. I'm like, okay, how do I know Asata? How did she come into my life? How did we meet? And one of the sort of earliest memories that I have of you was uh, we took a yoga training together. And in this yoga training, this was back, girl, this was back in 2010. You are aging me right now. <laughs> girl, me too. <laughs> but anyways, we were discussing the yamas and niyamas. And for any of the listeners that are unfamiliar with the yamas and niyamas, they're the uh, social and personal ethics that we follow as yoga, um, in, in, in yoga, not just the practice, but as a lifestyle. And... I don't know how this happened, but you wrote me this little note and I had it in my manual. And then I started teaching that, that training. And this followed me in all the trainings that I led. And then I put it in my, my Yamas and Niyamas book. I always, like it's, it's also my bookmark. So anytime I'm working on a certain area, um, it's there. And when I opened the book, Recently, it was on ahimsa, nonviolence. So, yeah, there you go. That's very how, nice. That's uh, how Asata Mackenzie came into my life, and I've been carrying you ever since with me. In my wow, heart. wow, that's yeah. a great story. That's great. <laughs> so I don't remember writing that note, but that is my handwriting. <laughs> is that that's and, your writing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my handwriting. And um, actually, ahimsa is one of my favorite yama and and niyamas. I'm not. Uh, schooled or I don't have a lot of knowledge about the yamas and the yamas, but ahimsa sticks out for me. So it's very interesting mm -hmm. that we're having this conversation that that's the page you're on. I think uh, there are no mistakes. This mm -hmm. all, no. it's all, um, it's all, how would you put, how would you say it? Your words are always, have always been epic to me. Paul said. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was just going to say, it's just how it's meant to be. So. How it's meant to be. There you go. I don't Perfect. have anything profound for that, but um, yeah. see, but this is, this, to me, it's just um, another affirmation of um, yeah. what an angel you are. Oh, well, thank you. You've been an angel in my life and we met a long, long time ago, uh, just as as people that were working for a big box gym. So at one of those meetings, at one of those get-togethers, at one of those things that I'm not sure anybody really wants to be at, but it's a part of your job to be there. Right. And I just remember saying hi to you, because that's uh. what I do. <laughs> this is true. So I was like, okay, I like your face. Hi. <laughs> How are you? What's your name? I love that. I like your face. We're going to have a conversation. Yeah, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to be friends. That's it. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you yeah. for making that decision with me because honestly, I feel I so did. honored. Do you really? Oh, well, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. So um, I, the reason why I reached out to you, A, aside from the fact that I love you, and again, I'm going to be gushing probably for the rest of my life about how much I love you. Um, me too. <laughs> But I reached out to you because of a video that you had posted last month on Facebook that really spoke to me. And I was just like, I wanna, I want, I wanna be in Asata's presence. I wanna hear what she mm -hmm. has to say. And I wanna share this with the world because I just think, um, well, as I already said, you're an amazing woman and I want the world to see more of you. And so you. on that note, um, how's your heart? 
heart uh, is, is many things. I feel like the question, how's your heart? Maybe I should answer it as in present or as in how has my heart been? So right now my heart is full because I'm here with you and I'm so grateful for this space to talk. And I'm so happy to be on this podcast. You inspire me in so many different ways, but I've been wanting to do a podcast for the last seven years. So here I am as a podcast guest and that's not by accident. Um, so my heart is, is many things. My heart is a flutter. Uh, my heart is heavy because of what's been happening recently, not just COVID and quarantine, but all of the um, social media around racism and around things that I've been experiencing for a while, all the social media about injustices and uh, specifically around Black Lives Matter and, and the murder and uh, repression of Black people and people of color, um, BIPOC, Indigenous people as well. Um, my heart is, is, is still hopeful because of conversations like this. My heart is a little bit skeptical because of conversations like this. You know, racism has been happening for a long time. So why now are we having this conversation? My heart is very open to where we'll go with this conversation. And I'm hopeful because people are using their voices like you, using uh, your power uh, to, to keep the conversation going. Uh, I, I saw some, I've been seeing some really nice memes and, and one of the ones that's, that stick out for me right now is while your, while your posts are going back to, to normal, black lives still matter. Shake, mm. shake the table a little bit, black lives mm -hmm. still matter. So, and even though uh, the media isn't uh, interested in all of the peaceful protests that continue to happen around black lives matter, black lives still matter, it's still happening. So even if it's not, you know, forefront uh, that we're doing this makes my heart feel happy. Mm. Is that, a, is that, do, do those answers make sense? Oh my God, girl, yes, thank you. Please, okay, you good. don't even need to ask that question. Okay, Just let it okay. pour out because everything okay, you're saying, good. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And this is exactly why um, I wanted to have this conversation with you. And okay. in that video, um, and, and it's, it's on your Facebook page, so I'm just gonna paraphrase something that you said because this is what, when you said it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It was all, all this stuff that you had just said, but there was one thing in mm -hmm. particular where you said, and again, I'm paraphrasing, you said, um, you know, just we, we, yeah, we live in Canada, but just because we live in Canada, it's not as great as we think. This is still happening. And when you said that, I'm like, absolutely, it's still happening. And I even see it, I've seen it in myself, but now like one thing that I love about this COVID and what I'm about to say is very controversial, but I've heard other people saying it as well. It's been lifting the veil. And yes. I, that's, and when you said, you know, why now? It's because now the veil's being lifted and we're seeing how the, um, how the injustices have been disguised as, yes. as oh, it, it, it's normal. This is what we do, or this is not what you think, but it's like, yeah, fucking is. It's exactly what we've been saying it is, right? Um, and so, cause I, I remember myself thinking, oh, all of that stuff is just in the States. All of that stuff is not here, but then speaking to my friends, I'm like, oh shit, this is even realer than I thought. Yes. Um, and one of the things just for me personally is, is when all of this stuff started happening with Blackout Tuesday, all that social media that was yes. going around that, it honestly made me stop and think, okay, Paul, 
before you point the finger, before you mm -hmm. say anything, before you do anything, mm -hmm. where do you come up short? And I discovered there was a lot of places that I came up short. Wow. And, and it, was, it was interesting for me because it was almost like, where did, that, where did that programming come from? Because when I think that, it, I don't feel that, if that makes sense. It's like, I, I, it, it doesn't it resonate. When I think that thought that I've been programmed, it doesn't feel like that in my heart. In the sense that, you know, the, the way that um, uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color are portrayed in the media. I see that, I'm like, but I don't feel that in my heart. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't feel like that's what I'm, like somebody's telling me to believe that, but that's right. not true. Right, because of your own experiences. Yeah. Because you're lucky enough to be um, in, a, if you don't mind if I add in here? Oh my gosh, please do. Okay, and good. feel free to say the word privilege because I recognize that in me as well. Right, right. I wasn't going to say privilege actually, okay. but maybe it is a, pri a privilege for us as Torontonians perhaps to be surrounded by um, BIPOC. So to be surrounded by people of color, for, and I'm speaking on your behalf now, maybe it's a privilege of yours to be in the city that you're living in or the city that you, you find yourself in. And then you find yourself in spaces where people, you have access to meeting people and being around people, being around BIPOC. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why you're not affected or you don't feel in your heart that you're affected by the media representations that are mostly, that can be mostly negative in your own uh, personal uh, situations. Am I getting mm -hmm. that right? Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But when, when you had said the thing like, you know, in Canada, this is happening. Like I've been called names many times in my own city. I yeah. was like, yeah. And these are the things that we all need to look at um, I took a, I recently um, participated in a, a, a dismantling racism uh, course and yes. they talked a lot about all the insidious ways that I'm going to use the word white, white supremacy um, mm -hmm. and the patriarchy has like mm -hmm. bled into our lives to the point where mm -hmm. people don't even realize that that's where they're acting from. That's right. That's right. right. Very true. Very true. So like uh, my last guest, um, a woman born and raised in India, even mm -hmm. within her own community, within her own country, there's white supremacy in there that she was yes. believing. And she tells her story yes. in that podcast. So it's just, it's, it's interesting how that like bleeds in. And so I can understand when someone says, oh, but all lives matter, it makes me cringe. I'll never forget the first time I heard it. It was actually, do you remember um, when Black Lives Matter did a protest at Toronto Pride? Yes, I so remember that. That stood out so much and I'm so glad that you're bringing this up. Yes. Now we get to talk about all the feelings that went around all that stuff. Yes. So many feelings. Yes, because I have like, it, it's just, it was interesting for me because I was in the parade. Right. And I was on a float and I'm like, everyone's like, what's happening? And nobody knew what was going on. And then finally we got off, then, then word got out what was happening. And they're like, oh, Black yes. Lives Matter. And I remember this woman came up to me and there was such a rage in her. And she was like, I don't get why they did that. All lives matter. And I was like, that, that's not what this is about. 
and it, it just sort of hit you hard. Like, did you have the words right away to say? Because when I heard it, I didn't have the words. I just knew that it was wrong. It didn't feel right. But did you have a chance to say something to her or did you just sort of walk away? No, because I was just like, oh, I don't, that is icky. And I, I, yes. I didn't know what to say or what to do. Right, 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 right. For me, it was, um, a, I saw it, I heard it, but it was a post from a friend on Facebook saying, I can't believe they ruined pride. I can't believe they ruined pride for me with their Black Lives Matter. And I was just like, I couldn't even unfriend. I was just like, I don't know how to deal with this person. I know that this is wrong. I know that Black Lives Matter. I know that this is important. But why would you say they ruined it by talking about an issue that's so important? And who are they? Why are you treating them like they're they when we're all a part of pride? Mm -hmm. They are a part of pride. So, and I have to say that all black lives matter, all black lives matter, all black trans lives matter, all black bi lives matter, all black gay lives matter. You know, I need to run the list of all the lives that matter, but the black lives matter is an important movement and that it was a part of pride and that they had to force themselves into it that way really says something about pride organizers, the way we're understanding pride, the way pride was being run. Like it just says a lot about, you know what it says a lot about? It says, for me personally, it says a lot about my own discomfort um, with talking about the issue. Mm. So that's why I resonated with you. And I asked you, did you have words to say? Because I didn't have the words. And my post was me really trying to take care of my mental health and just expressing myself um, because I felt if I didn't, and there's a lot that I keep inside. There's a lot that I push down as a black woman. There's a lot that I, I, I take and I swallow and I just go along to get along so that I don't have to have uncomfortable conversations around race. Um, and I've been doing that since I was a kid. So, uh, and we actually had a conversation, a little bit about that. We actually had a conversation before coming online about the names that, that we'll use right? And that how we, we've experienced people talking about their own names. And if their names are hard to pronounce, they'll say, my name is blah, blah, blah. But go ahead and call me Becky. <laughs> go ahead and call me Jane. Because we're conditioned to take care of you. We're conditioned to take care of people with privilege. And we don't want to inconvenience you by having you have to learn to pronounce our name. Mm -hmm. That's a type of, of, of white supremacy. That's a type of, of maybe even I could find other examples of patriarchy where I'm trying to take care of the people in power and not put you out so that I can feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. If all of that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Girl, <laughs> I hope it does, but yeah. It does to me. And I'm sure any of okay. the listeners that are listening are gonna like, like if it doesn't, if it didn't make sense to them before, if it wasn't in their awareness, you just brought it there right. and they're gonna go, oh yeah. Right, um, right something that you said it, it's it's i'm feeling it in my heart that's why i had to take my my glasses yeah. off because it's it's starting to I bubble up and it's going to come out in a second was um when when you, what you had just said as a black woman i feel the need to like stuff things down and i have to do things All to the like time. do you, are if you're open to answering this question and i'm having a visceral experience of this right now so please <laughs> excuse me <laughs> but 
do you, are you open to talking about that experience a little bit? Um, like my, sure. my question is, I want to ask like, why do you feel the need for that? But I, I, as that comes out of my mouth or as it is about to, I recognize then that's also me saying like, girl, haven't you seen any of this shit that's happening in the world right now? Like, to me, when I when I, I, yeah, I refer yeah, to myself yeah, yeah. as girl yeah, sometimes, yeah. so uh, good. No, I, no, um, I got it. I got so it. So like I, I I was recognizing as but but in like because inside I just I when I when I think of you and just you as an individual, I just think what a powerful, amazing woman because you to me exude like when when I think of like a, you, it's just like there's just joy pouring out of you if this makes sense. And that, that's my Total experience sense. of you, right? And yeah. so that's my experience of you. And so when you say that, I'm like, what happened that made you feel like that had to be? Uh, <laughs> my whole life happened. Uh, one of my earliest memories of experiencing racism is coming home from the playground and telling my mom um, that the kids are calling me Packy. And my mom's just like, well, uh, and then, uh, I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know why I'm crying. I exude a lot of joy and I smile a lot and I do my best to uh, make fast friends and I smile at strangers because that's my way of, of, of coping. That's my way of not allowing the heaviness of everyday racism microaggressions, being followed in a store, being asked if you can touch my hair, um, being told, I don't see color when I see you. These, <laughs> and there's a multitude of, of, of things that, uh, that in my experience that typically white people will say to me to make me feel better or an attempt I assume to make me feel better, to make me feel included or something. And it's just, um, for me, I made a choice to focus on a lot of happiness, not toxic positivity, but to focus on joy instead of letting that shit, that bullshit really, really get me down. Um, so, and maybe if, I, if I'm allowed to do some personal psychoanalysis, maybe I'm trying to do the opposite of a stereotype of me, which is I'm an angry black woman. So maybe I'm just gonna be the opposite. Um, but I do have anger and I do feel rage and I do, you know, um, I do journal, <laughs> journaling helps. I do have my healing circles of black women and that really helps because in those safe spaces, we get to express ourselves. You know what someone said to me at work today? Well, let me tell you what a member of the gym said to me today, et cetera, et cetera. And these are conversations that I don't feel safe having with my uh, other friends um, that I'm lucky to have that are not only black women, but I've been lucky to have, have um, real friendships with other people of other races. So um, the need to push things down is to really not op uh, open up that trauma. And so I think that um, being called a multitude of names, uh, so it was Paki, it was nigger, um, it was comments about my hair, it was playing tag uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a grade schooler, playing kissing tag and doing my best not to get caught. Uh, and then getting caught and then it's that awkward situation where it's okay we're gonna kiss as opposed to the boys really wanting to catch Becky right. <laughs> um, 
feeling ugly, feeling othered, uh, because I am othered, because um, I don't look like uh, like the people in my class. So I remember being in high school and uh, being one of four black people in the whole high school, being in grade school, and the only there were three black people in my grade school, and the other person was my brother. Oh wow! <laughs> so. <laughs> So this is the way I've learned to navigate these spaces. And I uh, really, it really, it really was a choice of mine and um, to gravitate towards uh, joy and towards uh, people that, um, people like yourself that are really focused on lifting the vibration of the world. Am I putting words in your mouth? Is that what you're doing? Cause that's what it feels like you're doing. And you lift my vibration. Oh. From even before, from even before you started on your yoga journey, and I don't know how, when you started on your yoga journey because I think that you you were te taking yoga classes before you actually started teaching it, but even before that, I don't know when you started, but I've always had that feeling about you um, wanting to bring something better to the world. That's always been my feeling. That's always been my attraction to you, and that's what I want as well. I used fitness to do it. Um, I thought being an example of joy, being an example of physical fitness, but also some wellness, um, being an example of making those goofy jokes and being fast friends with someone uh, was my way of, 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 of bringing some goodness to the world when uh, my world has been pretty shitty in some circumstances. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can we just breathe together for a second? Yes. <laughs> I, um, so as much as, as we talk, we've talked about like being in each other's lives, I feel like we've walked beside each other and we've had little like intersections, but I think there's only one time where I felt like you and I had a heart to heart and it was in yoga training when you were doing yes. your teacher training and there was a training yes. that I had led and you were at the Starbucks doing your work and I just popped in and I feel like that was one of the like, I think that was if to me anyways, the one that sticks out in my head, the first sort of heart to heart that we had. Mm -hmm. And so then this for me is like, now we're getting even deeper because as you're expressing a lot of the things in your heart, all of the pain, I see a reflection. I see wh where that, that resonance is because a lot of the things that you're saying now, I haven't experienced it as a black woman, but I've experienced similar things as a gay man. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, um, and all the things that you say about like the reason why you exude joy and the, and, and the choices that you've made are the same reason why I've chosen the things that I've chosen. So oh, it's really? just, yeah. Um, so over the last two years, and it's interesting because who is the first human being outside of my little bubble that I saw when I came back, it was you. And I don't know if really? you remember this. So I don't, tell me. Okay. <laughs> So in, in, so leading up to, two, and you know, this is what, I, as we're talking, this came up to me in, in my mind. I think that whole Black Lives Matter at Toronto Pride thing was the beginning. Okay. It was the beginning of the lifting of the veil. It was like, okay, here's the veil. And that Black Lives Matter situation, they went, look, yes. look at what's underneath this. Yes. And it, it yes. started that. And yes. I don't know, I can't say that that specifically affected me, but I think it had a ripple effect that it, at, at, at some point in 2017 in my life, I just thought, 
something's got to change. The way, if I keep going in on this trajectory, it ain't going to be pretty. So girl, you need to get your shit together and figure it out. And it led me to making the decision to close my yoga studio, sell my car, pack up my shit, leave it with my family and go travel the world. I went wow. to Italy. And one of the reasons why was because my roots were calling me. Right, right. Um, it, as a uh, born from Italian parents, they were born in Italy, immigrated here. When they mm -hmm. came to Toronto, so, and I mentioned this before, there was two uh, sort of schools of thought that you came from. You were either Italian and proud, and you yes. held on to the culture, and you yes. joined organizations and all of that, or you were Italian and you really wanted to make it, so you would do whatever you needed to do to be like everyone else. And Assimilate. I Yes. And yes. I sort of fell somewhere in between, but closer to the latter. And mm -hmm. so I always rejected my my ancestry, but something, yes. I, something came to me. I started studying the language. Then something said, go to Italy. So I ran a yoga retreat in Italy. And then while I was there, that's when it was like, things got to change. You can't, like Florence said, you got to come back. Florence, yeah. the city. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when I made that decision. I was like, okay, I'm going, I can spend three months out of the country. I sp spent two in Italy. And then I went to Thailand and Australia and I came back. And then I stayed in a bubble because mm -hmm. I was starting to recognize all of the rage that was inside of me. Mm. And I was scared. I had noticed how my life and the choices that I made weren't in alignment with what was in my heart. And I didn't know how to reconcile that. And I didn't know how to make the steps to get there. So I, I came back here for two months, spent every day at the beach by myself, getting wow. high. I mean, I'll just say that, reading <laughs> books. And then I went back to Italy for a month to run my yoga retreat and I came back and you were the first person I saw on the subway. I had been like, I, I barely saw people during those two months. Then I go away again. Then I come back. I'm still in my little bubble. And then my sister invites me to Elton John concert. And so I go <laughs> and then we're taking the subway back and you just like pop on the subway and I'm like, oh my God, hey. And you're like, hey, we're chatting. But I still inside was just like, I don't know who I am anymore. Right, I just, I'm, right. I'm angry about a lot of things. I didn't know how to interact. Right. And, and I was also right. kind of jet lagged still. So we had that. And then you're like, oh, well, this is my stop. See ya. And you just like skipped <laughs> off into that. And I was like, I'm like, this woman has no idea what she just did for me. And Aww. that started a whole sort of thing. And I'm mean, just getting tingly talking about that. That's a great story. Oh, and shit. so, um, <laughs> When, when you say like, I've got a lot of rage inside of me, I get that. No, I don't, I don't understand your rage, but I For understand sure. holding on to rage and stuffing it down yeah. so that you don't seem like the dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that what, everything that you're saying, I'm just like, I, and, and, and this has always been my thing. Like I want to make the world a better place because of the yes. shitty experiences that I've had. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like, that's why, like when, when you say I'm stuffing it down I'm, and I think to myself, okay, well I allowed myself and I, I went into hibernation for a while to, to let this mm -hmm. out because I didn't want people to see what was in there. I didn't know how to let people see what was in there because I almost felt like almost that was, that's my true self, that rage, because that's what I'm hiding. Because, you know, we're told in the spiritual world, like, 
oh, we, we hide our light because we don't want people to see our light. I'm like, I, I feel like I kind of do my best to show it because I got a lot of rage that I want to hide because I don't want to perpetuate it in the world. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it's almost right. like this right. like weird sort of convoluted right. how we express ourselves. It's just so right. tangled and twisted. I don't know if that makes right. sense, but. Yeah, it makes um, a lot of sense. It has me thinking, do I hide my light? For sure. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I never associated it with the rage, though. But it makes sense that if you're trying to push something down while trying to highlight something else, it's going to be very difficult. Right? Like, it, it's, 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 a, it's a push and pull. Like, where do I, I have this energy I want to let out? Oh, check that energy, though. Check, always check it. Is it, is it, is it palatable? Are people going to like it? Are people going to like you? Okay, careful. So, and maybe for me, what's, what you're saying about pushing down the rage, that's the way it resonates with me. While I'm checking myself, it's actually my rage that I'm checking, my expression mm. of my rage. I don't know. You got me thinking, girl. Well, <laughs> girl, you got me thinking. <laughs> that's what this is about, right? To get yeah, everybody yeah. thinking. But something yeah. that you just said was like, as, as you push down the one thing, the other thing, like if you, or you try to highlight one thing by pushing down the other, something's right. going to give. Something's going to give. That's right. And that's isn't right. that what's happening right now? That's what's the happening right now. oppression has been like, and it's just yes. at some point it's got to be like, no, fuck no. Yes. Right? Yes. And so yes. a lot of, you know, that whole like with, with, with the murder of George Floyd yes. and then what happened after and then people are like, oh, looting's not the answer. I'm like, you guys don't understand. This is centuries of trauma and oppression that is, is like coming up and out. And, and, and the looting thing, yes, we can get into that, but like who's looting, what's happening, like who's actually doing it. I don't, I, I, like I see things and I'm just like, yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's fully the black community that is, is looting the way you guys are making it seem that way. I don't but, think so. But even if it was, that's a response of over, I don't even know. I, I don't How many math, years of over oppression? 400 yes. years of oppression. So yes. like, you know, when, when, when kids have tantrums, <laughs> sometimes you just got to let it sort of go so that you can, can get to there and be like, let's have this conversation. Let's, let's heal now. You yeah. know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. um, and there's, there's a lot of, 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 of people that I follow, especially, I, I really resonate with black women. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of black women that I follow on, mm -hmm. on, on Instagram, social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never met them, but I hear mm -hmm. their message and I'm just like, yeah. You, and, and I love that you go into these circles with other black women and you express the things that you need to express or you don't feel safe. It's because yeah. that yeah. needs to come out because once we yeah. allow that because like for myself, I know I'm speaking from my experience. Once I allow myself sure. to feel all of that, then I was able to start to be like, okay, now this is how I can do better and be better in, in yes. for myself and for the world. And yes. so, um, it, cause it's helped a lot for me as well. A lot of like men's circles, a lot of gay men's circles where we good. can go and have those conversations because well, that's good. even as a gay man, like, yeah, sure. We have pride, but pride, what we see, is the shirtless muscle Mary doing his thing on the absolute vodka rainbow float. I'm like, that's not me. And is I pay just... for gay a thing? Pay to be gay a thing? Like, are, is that a, an actual expression? Because I've heard that. 
Uh, about like, the vodka shirtless guys. Right. It's just a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's gay for pay. Which gay for is, pay, that's what I meant. Gay that's for pay, which is like, you'll be yeah. gay just to like, yeah, like th that term came from, and this is a little LGBTQ, well, gay, more gay man history. Yes. I don't yes. know in, yes. in the other parts of the LGBTQ plus um, community, but mm -hmm. gay for pay was gay porn stars. They would have sex oh. with other men oh. for, <laughs> now we're getting oh, real. <laughs> that's where that oh. came from. <laughs> But it, oh. but if you think about it, what you're talking about when it comes to these big organizations, it's the same thing because sex That's sells, yeah. right? Yes, yes. It, it's the thing that you do to be seen by yeah. as many eyes as you can possibly, so you can right. exploit them later. And right, so, right, uh, right. Yeah, I don't know what what happened, where we even went, and how that. My fault. Happen. My fault. No, there's no fault. You there's start no talking blame. about shirtless men, and I was like, <laughs> like mm, <laughs> let's let go. me see more. Um, you're hilarious. I love you. Honestly, love you I love you. I really do. Um, what's your heart saying now, this very moment? Uh, so much gratitude uh, for the opportunity to express myself. And, and yeah, I feel like I'm not... I feel like I'm being real with you and not pushing down. Like I was so, I, I had a little fight with myself during our conversation just previously, not to apologize for the tears. Mm. Like I had to tell myself consciously, don't you apologize. Don't you, don't you just, you just better express yourself here. Paul's here for a heart to heart. You better just open your heart. And so but, <laughs> um, and I, also, I, I feel, sorry, mm, go you, go, you go, no, you go. I, I just, yeah, I feel, I feel relief. I feel okay. a bit of relief yeah. and a bit of, yeah. Also, you say. I, I, I just wanted to say also, um, I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but also mm. um, ease up on yourself a bit because you're, you're welcome here. Thank you're you. welcome here on this planet. You are welcome here in this space that um, we have here and you're, you're, you're welcome here. So, but, and also thank you, thank you for, because Again, you saying that, I see where I do that myself. It's funny, I've heard us both say this a lot in, in our conversation, this idea of, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Second guessing ourselves. Yeah, so okay, <gasps> new, okay, new accountability thing between you and I, we're not, gonna, we're not gonna say to each other to start, does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Does that make sense? Got no it. kidding. Got <laughs> we're, got we're no, that's no um, longer part of our vernacular. Right. Can I share something quickly? Yes. I went to, yeah, I went to a yoga, uh, a, a, a yoga session with Rodney Yee, mm. pretty famous uh, yoga guy. And he, when he was doing his lecture, he would say, blah, 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 blah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, he didn't point his finger, but he, he sort of would raise his voice. So I'm going to give you an example. One plus one equals two. Do you understand what I'm saying? He would do that. And I thought, this is hitting me hard. <laughs> so, so do we get to adapt uh, instead of, does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or should we just say what we're saying and let it land? What do you say? You know, I want, because with that example, I'm like, why don't we yeah. just own it? Why don't we just say what we got to say? And, and, and here's the other thing I want to, oh, and I want to have this conversation. I've been dying to have this conversation with somebody because this idea of impact versus intent. Mm. 
-hmm. and I understand. Like if my mm -hmm. intent is not to hurt you and I say something hurtful, then that, that has an impact. And I understand yes. that. But then my question is, because we've seen this on social media, we see this in the world. Like I don't even want to bring social media into this conversation. We just see mm -hmm. this in the world. If somebody wants to get offended by something because they want to get offended by something, they will. And I have yes. this experience with like family and friends that and, and, and again, we can't even go deeper into that because that need to be offended by anything will, um, that came from somewhere even deeper than that, but yes. we're not yes. going to dive into that right now. Yes. But this idea of like, wait, what you just said, do we just say it and, and own it or do we ask for that clarification? And I almost want to say, no, this is what I do. This is what I'm going to say. This is where I'm at right now. I'm going to own it. And at the same time, I'm open to being told otherwise, if that doesn't make sense. Like if I were to say something and my intention is to be open hearted, but when I say it and you say from your heart, Paul, when you said that, that was very ignorant. That's not something that we say anymore. We don't do that. I will take that and be like, oh, okay, you're right. I apologize. I see where I've done wrong. And what we call in, in, in A Course in Miracles, we atone for our sin. And the mm. word sin is not, we, in A Course in Miracles, we don't use it the same way that religion uses it where like you're mm. bad. It just means you've mm. missed the mark. Mm -hmm. it, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's used in a similar as the archery term. You've missed the mark. You were trying yeah. to be loving, yeah. you missed it. So that was your sin, but you atone for it. Okay, I recognize I missed the mark and I'm open to understanding and hearing how. So I, mm. to answer your question in a very roundabout way, I think if we own it, because that is the truth for us now, but then also know that we're, we're willing to um, uh, learn if that is not something that is loving. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, shit, I, I, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you understand? No. I, I want to say two things, two things. Please, yes, yeah. yes to what you're saying. What you're saying makes me think of the word reflective. Mm. Like I want to be, I want to be, I want to, my intention is to give you information. And if I say to you, do you understand what I'm saying? It's not me second guessing myself. And I think Rodney is mm. not second guessing. He's making sure that we're connecting on this and he's leaving space for you to agree, disagree, say what you need to say. Mm. Understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And with that, I, as after I say, understand what I'm saying, or just leave that space to let it land, I need to be reflective. And there's another word. I need to hear you, but also hear, you, hear what you're saying and then reflect upon it and then react to that. Respond. Uh, res respond. Yeah. But I need to have. I need to have a reflex. I need to have a an ability to. Well, I said what I said. Mm. Not not. I said what I said and, and full stop. I said what I said. But what did I say? What did I mean by what I said? How was what I said received? Oh, it was received this way. Then I can reflect on it and then I can change it. Mm -hmm. I can. It's just at the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> what, what if I said, what if I, what if I, 
thought does that make sense does that count <laughs> i didn't say it well you know it. it but it that's that's the next step and the next step is to stop the thought because exactly. in a course in miracles terms a thought creates yeah. form on some level right because when you that's think right. it and and what you said about having a reflex and when you said react and i i i said respond Reaction is, um, is okay, so you go to the doctor, you know the doctor's checking your reflexes and they hit your, yes. your knee. So yes. you hit yes. and it kicks. That's yes. reaction. It's like you don't even think mm. about it, it just happened. Mm. And I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that, and that's another thing that I say too, I think, I just <laughs> reflecting on that. My experience has been there's a lot of people that uh, their responses are reflex our yes. reactions it's like yes. you said this i gotta say that you it's it, it's yes. that ego thing but yes. the response comes from all that stuff that you just said where it's like um yes. uh, uh what did I, I i said what i said but what did i mean it's the reflection so, yes because like you're like oh i just i had the thought it's like yes have the thought but what are you going to do with that <laughs> thought right i'm going right. to say it or i'm not going to say it right Right. Yeah. Very nice. Oh my gosh. I love you. I had no idea that this conversation would like unravel the way it has. And I'm just Thanks. feeling so like high vibe right now. Thank you. Thank you for just, thank you for being your full self. Yeah. I really I appreciate you. you. I always have and I always will. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. That is that. I needed to hear that and that has healed many things um, just by you saying that within yeah. me. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I want to have some fun with you, like more fun than we've okay. already had. Um, okay. And I'm just going to ask some, um, uh, 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 what did I say? I said this word before. I can't remember now. Uh, Fire. Speed round? Oh yeah. Lightning uh, round. Lightning <laughs> round. It's a lightning round. Game show. It's a For, game show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lightning round. For every answer you get, more hearts being poured to you, more heart yeah. love being poured to you. Um, you actually, you already answered uh, this first question um, and you said what makes, uh, my first, well, it was a quick, whatever, I see I ramble. I was gonna ask you what makes your heart heavy and I think you've, you've oh. answered that. Um, so my next question is what makes your heart sing? Music and people. And I'm teaching myself to play the ukulele and I really suck at it, but it's so fun. <laughs> so music. Is it around? Can you play us something now? Oh my gosh. Can I, can I, do you mind? Uh, I gonna, just asked if you would, I'd love for I'm you to. Gonna, I'm just gonna slink away as smoothly as I can because I'm actually sitting on the ground. All right, here we go. Okay, well, I won't torture you too long with it, but um, there are several songs I'm working on, but this one, um, this one really comes to mind. All right, so hold on. We should make it official by putting my actual <laughs> myself actually into my my bestie lashes. She's like, "Do you actually have to put it over your shoulder?" She's like, "Do you play it?" Yep. Okay, whatever. Okay, so ready?
I can feel you anticipating. Come on, girl, get that. <laughs> so thank you for your support, Bob. I can feel it. You got it. She's gonna make it. She's gonna make it. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> so that's oh what my makes God, my heart God. sing. Any type of music and the music and movement that goes with it, um, that totally makes my heart sing. Oh my Wrong God, answer. I love that. I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, I just, I want to ask. So two songs that I'm kind of thinking that could have been. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? That wasn't Hotel California right away. Okay, that, that, that was my first guess. But then oh, my next shoot. guess was Crazy on You by Heart because when it was like slow and then you start to pick up and I was like, is it crazy on you? But no, it's like, okay, my first guess was right. <laughs> I was like, said I'm gonna hot flash. Oh, it's great. Thanks, Paul. Oh my god, that made my heart sing. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, if there's one thing I think that also connects us now, when when I think of uh, my inspiration for this, you come up again as well. But what makes your heart dance? Oh, laughter. Laughter makes my heart dance. Like really bad jokes. Like any <laughs> any surprise sort of. You know what makes my heart oh, dance? Someone's reaction to a fart, like a fart joke or just, yeah. And if I can actually get that reaction out of someone, that just makes me so happy. Like, I know I'm an adult, but I have a whoopee cushion. And every once in a while I put a whoopee cushion down and my partner sits on it and I'm like, yes, yes. That's just, yeah. Oh, or, 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 um, I, I am taking some acting classes as well and uh, some voiceover classes. And so I had a script to practice and I pulled out my script and I said, so I wanted to practice the script and I said, you know what? You've been acting so weird lately. And he's like, what? And I like started to read the lines of the script and having him react. And it was just, it goes halfway down the page before he realized that I wasn't talking to him. It was just, yeah, these are the things. Being an act is the answer to your oh question. Oh my God, I love this. So. <laughs> First of all, fart jokes. I was raised uh, to like appreciate fart jokes. So I thank my parents Perfect. for that. I'm with you on that. Yay. So, parenting. <laughs> um, okay, what's your heart's desire? Right now, my heart's desire is happiness, joy. My heart's desire is more, more connection like this. Mm. Yeah. This gives me joy. So more, yeah. More heart to heart. More heart to heart. More fart to fart. <laughs> more fart, more fart to fart. <laughs> I love it. Okay, final question. <laughs> I've been dying to ask you this question my entire life. What makes your heart go push, push in the bush? Hey! The secret is out. The secret is out. Yeah, why do you think I said that? That is, that is, when I need to do something where I need all the courage in my life, I think of that little Asata McKenzie doing yep. a dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so short story, because I, I barely share this story. And it's something, it's a, it's a great memory, but I barely share it. Um, but you got it out of me in our training. Um, as a kid, and I really, I was really young. 
um, there was a, a, a contest in the park, a talent show. And so I decided to join the talent show and I ended up losing to a classical violinist. She came first, I came second. And as a little girl, I did a dance, a total freestyle dance to push, push in the bush. So not only am I aging myself, definitely with that, but look up the song. And if it sounds wrong, I'm sorry, but I really didn't know what it meant. I just knew that it was disco and I was living my best life, dancing, sweating, just the best life and came home happy. And my mom's like, where were you? What happened? <laughs> didn't ask your permission. Didn't just went to the park, did a talent show and came home and like, look, look what I got. So, um, but yeah, that raw sort of <laughs> raw, um, and I can just imagine what the people in the park were thinking. I had no idea. Um, I can't even imagine. I guess, yeah, just, yeah, that is, that is a sweet story. That I love is, that story. That, that must be like the real me. Like it's like unabridged, like not pushing shit down, not second guessing myself. Just that's what I want to do. Not asking permission, just I want to express myself. And that's how I express myself moving dancing in public <laughs> i love that oh but do you see how i use that as my little like come on push push in the that. bush like that's i totally get that <laughs> yeah i am so honored i love it oh my god um okay so do you want to do something with me right now we're gonna have a little dance <laughs> Oh, my love, I need you to. This, this is it. <laughs> Do you remember the dance? Nope. <laughs> nope. But I'm sure the people in the park remember. You're so never gonna forget it. <laughs> Especially the violinist. I like to do I can't believe you even found it. Girl, it's on Spotify. <laughs> but that you listened to my story and that you actually played this, like found the song. Like when, like even now that you, that you remember this is great, but during the training, it really touched my heart that you remembered. And I just, yeah, Aww. I just, yeah, I just, it's such a weird thing. I, I speak and I do the work I do because I want to express myself. But then sometimes I'm surprised when people actually hear me. Mm. It's a weird thing. And that you actually hear me and that you actually see me and that you remember stories about me is actually surprising to me. It's so weird and I love it. So thank you for everything. Oh my gosh, you're but welcome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm a little bit out of breath. <laughs> out of practice. Push, oh, push in the bush. Push, <laughs> push, push in the bush. Oh my gosh. I, on your birthday, I want you to reenact. Well, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but on your birthday, I want to see you reenact that and celebrate yourself in all your glory. And I'll post a video and I'll tag you for sure. How's that? Deal. I Sounds love good? it. Yes. Right. Oh my God. I love you so much. We've like, I, there's so much I wanted to do and we're just going to have to do this again. So. I would love that. Paul, I love you very much. I always have, and I always will. You know this. I hope that you know this. And yeah, I really appreciate you. I'm sorry I'm repeating myself, but yeah, I'm repeating myself. I'm owning it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love you. I will. It's, Thank you. 
I'm, I'm learning to hear and receive. So you can keep on repeating yourself because it, okay, it, it, it helps me with my practice as well. So. Okay, good. Well, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. And uh, for inviting me here to chat with you. Yeah, my heart is full. Oh my goodness. My heart is also full. You make it burst good. into rainbows. You really do. So thank you so much. I love you. I, I just, I love you tremendously. And like, my hope is that the world gets to experience you in your fullest because I think what the world needs more of is Asata McKenzie and all her beautiful hearts, delicious glory. So thank you so much for, for sharing yourself here in this space, for allowing yourself to be heard um, and um, receiving all the love that is coming to you and will continue coming to you because I know that you have touched many people just by, by being here. So. I love you. I love you I so you. much. We're just Thank now. You, I, we're just gonna stay here and say I love you to each other for the next, <laughs> <That's it. laughs> for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm down. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. So I'm gonna include in uh, the show notes um, uh, all links for people to get in touch okay. with you because on Thank on you. top of you just being your fabulous self, you do a lot of great work in the world, and so I want people to follow you on social and see what you do and experience you. Anybody that's in Toronto can at some point when, um, hopefully soon, come and yeah. experience one of your beautiful classes live so they can bask in your energy that way. Um, I'd love that. So, I'd love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I love you so much. Thank you, Paul. Um, love you too. I don't even know how to end this because I don't want it to end. <laughs> exactly. So um, We end with push, push, push. Push, push, push in the bush. Everybody in the world, everybody <laughs> listening. Find your push, push in the bush. Yes. Um, oh, no. yes, yes. Find that, find that, um, yeah, find that, that, that true energy. Find the examples of that time in your life where you just went out and did something and just shocked everybody and was like, what's the big deal? <laughs> and then relive it later and you're like, wow, that was a thing. <laughs> That's yeah, a great little girl. Do you remember how old yeah. you were? You know, uh, I don't remember ages and grades and things like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't. So I don't. But I know that I was quite young. Mm, yeah. I, I know that, that I was quite young. I love yeah. that. But May it <laughs> By yourself without oh, adult supervision. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I, 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 I love that I get to see glimpses of that little girl when I see you in your full glory. So thank you so much. I love you. Thank you for love being you here. And I will, we'll chat again soon. I hope so. I Bye for now. Ciao. Bye for now. Once again, a big heartfelt thank you to our guest today. Please be sure to check out the show's links for ways to get in touch with them. And also in the show's links, you will see a link to the Living Spiritfully Collective Facebook group. It is a heart-centered community that I um, created in order to bring together people who are doing the work. So check us out. I love you all, and I'll see you in the next episode.